Walker Tov. I I made a point yesterday about about the the danger of art. Yes. And how because it is something that is represented through the eyes, it's it also has potential for for Abu Dazara, which which makes use of the susceptibility of the eyes to be to be tricked and yes. and um, for the superficiality of the eyes. There's another element to it which I which I was which I was reading more about last night. Actually, it wasn't you don't really read these things. These are the kinds of things you think about. But I read something which caused me to think about it mm. that it's also because art and construction and all of these things are what make humans very similar to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Meaning the distinguishing factor about the human over the animal is the ability to take the natural world and to beautify it, or to build upon it or to beautify it. Creativity. Right, the creativity. Creativity is essentially is art. art. Art stems from creativity. So creativity could very quickly turn into arrogance. And that arrogance could turn into Abu Dazara. So that's another element to, wow. to that idea. Okay. Into the Pesukim. Perek Kaf Zayin. Pasuk Kaf. Ve'ata titzavet b'nei Yisrael. Ve'ikhu elech Hashem en zayit zah katit l'ma'or. Leha'alod ner tamid. And you shall, should command b'nei Yisrael. And uh, they should take, you should bring to you. Clean beaten uh, no not, not beaten um, olive, oil. olive oil that is clean katit or that is beaten yes. for the sake of lighting for the sake of lighting the ha'alot ner tamid in order to light the candles always which candles are we referring to here? the menorah the so the last thing we did in the previous parasha was the the curtains around it <clears throat> yes exactly it was the curtains around the mishkan and the, the kind of the last pasuk we kind of seem to conclude the basic structure of the yes. mishkan so in our parasha as we said we're going to get to the people who work in the mishkan and in some of the ancillary the, the side items the first item that we speak about is the shemen of the the, the, the oil of the lighting of the menorah and this menorah is It seems like it's the first Yeah But, but it, it seems like it's the first Duty of the Kohen Which is to keep the menorah lit at all times Okay Pasuk 21 In the oil moed Meaning in the mishkan But outside the parochet That is covering the edut Meaning outside the parochet that is covering the aron Aaron there should set up uh, from the evening till the morning. He should set up the candles before God as an eternal law for your generations from Bnei Israel. So uh, the, the way it would be done is they would light it in the evening and then in the morning they would relight it. So they lit it twice a day. And then they had, there was also the, the cleaning of the menorah every morning yeah. Which If you remember One of the items Which we learned about In Parsha Tirumah Was yes. to scoop out The ashes yes. Yes. From the menorah Which was the duty of the Kohani That was, that was the duty of the Kohani To humble him because It could be I don't know There's also a separate A separate mitzvah Which is Tirumah Tadeshan Which was Removing the ash From the outer Mizbeach yes. 
every morning. And they, they say that one, I think that one is also. Maybe. Okay, Pasuk, Perek Kafchet, Pasuk Aleph. Ve'ata akreve lecha et Aaron achicha ve'et banabi tomi toch b'nei Yisrael lecha anoli. And you should bring to you Aaron, your brother, and his sons with him from b'nei Yisrael to minister unto me. Aaron, Nadav, Aviyu, Elazar, Vitamar, b'nei Aaron. Aaron and his four sons, Nadav, Abihu, Elazar, and Tamar, should all, you should all bring them. And you should make clothing of holiness for Aharon, your brother, for honor and for splendor and for beauty. Pasuk 3. You should speak to all of the wise of heart that I have filled them with a spirit of wisdom. Wow. And they should make the clothing of Aaron to sanctify him to be a minister unto me. It's, it's actually interesting that the creative impulse, the creative ability is described as, as what? Asher milletiv ruach chokmah. I gave him the... Right. You know what it sounds like? It sounds like... Uh, you know, it sounds like... Um, that God blew in him the breath of life, right. you know. So, so what represents the thing that God gives us more than anything would be that creative talent to, sure. to mimic Bore Olam in creative activity. There is no doubt. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> it's so interesting. I, I'm I, I'm struck by how interesting it is that. No, Rabbi, they they say this. Hashem gave the wisdom to make the clothing and everything about Aaron, but not for the kings of Israel. Meaning, meaning the we don't king, have. The kings did not get such. That's a very interesting point. You know, only, only, only Aaron got. And and by the way, Aaron, what what he's this, wearing, you know, jewels and everything. Right. You, know, you don't have the kings of Israel. That's a very interesting the, point. <laughs> the kings of Israel, there's no mitzvah to make beautiful clothing for the kings of Israel. No, no there was nothing. Because we see. The one who deserves most respect and the one who has most glory most closer to Hashem. is the one who is ministering unto God. It's a beautiful point. Frankly, I didn't even think about it. But, but another thing, um, I find it so fascinating that we, we just read that I filled them with a spirit of wisdom, a creative wisdom, right? I, I find it fascinating that we keep seeing this theme over and over that the things that we use to get close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, those very things are also so potentially corruptible. Yes. So, we have to be very careful. For example, where do we make our biggest sin? Is where we are. At Har Sinai. When did the people... When you, are with the high, when you are at the highest level is where you can go for this. Yes, I think so. I think when you're at the highest level or when you're because experiencing... Hashem, when Hashem gives you the wisdom or it gives you the wisdom, you have to be careful that you use it Right and not and not get arrogant because of it, right? And, and there's more. There's more. For right, example, we all get arrogant. No, of course. And there's success or there is anything like that. Of course. Now, there's also there's more because also, remember when Moshe was going up the mountain, then they were there were the the elders of Israel with him, and it says, and they saw God, and they saw that under his feet was like the, the, sapphire, the, the sapphire, clear the sapphire, sapphire like the sky. Yes. And they saw God, and they ate and they drank. And they ate and they drank. That's, you know. So that was a big, that was a big problem. That was, that was people getting too comfortable with Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Major problem. Instead of being there at all. So we have, we have that sin. We have the sin of 
the golden calf, which happens at Har Sinai. Then we have the potential sins which come of doing korbanot. Like korbanot, there's a reason we're not allowed to do bamot. There's a reason you can't do korbanot anywhere in Israel and you can only do it in the Beit HaMikdash. Because if you were to do the korbanot anywhere in Israel, all of a sudden this guy is going to find this God he wants to serve and this guy is going to become, like it's going to become like quickly become Abu Dazara, yes. right? And then you have um, the things that we're seeing with the artwork is part of that same theme. That the concerns with artwork are that you can use it in, to the glory of God, but it's so quickly corruptible also to go in the complete opposite direction. Sure. So I, it's, it's almost like a theme that we should realize that those moments of closeness to God are those things that we do. If we take a, one step to the right or to the left, you can make it all of a sudden you could turn that upside down and wow. cause it to be the, the, biggest, the biggest sin. Okay? Uh, and these are the clothes that you shall make or that they shall make, these wise men. Mm-hmm. Should have the choshen, which is that breastplate. The ephod, that would be like the, the apron. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, like a, it's like a tunic, that's a robe. That the, the me'il is the white robe that goes yes, under everything. everything yes. right? tashbets. Then you have... Um, let me see. Yeah, uchtonet tashbets is the, the ketonet, which is the blue... Yeah, yeah, the blue item that goes, that, that no, that's the. This is the tunic. That's oh, the, I, 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 I mix it up. Yes. The ketone tashbets is the white is sorry that's what the is the white piece of full clothing that goes under everything. Then you have the meil, which is the blue uh, garment that goes under the ephod. So if you're looking at the kohen, you're not going to see the ketone tashbets. That's like a a white. Um, it's, flax it's, it divides it's, it's made it's actually out of linen so it's actually a cheaper quality the the me'il was made out of blue wool so it's a much nicer sky, sky blue yeah it was, it's a much nicer thing then you have the mitznefet which was the turban and the avnet which was the belt and it's skipping it's skipping the michnasayim and the tzitz it's skipping the pants and the tzitz which was the golden thing that they that's it kodesh holy, ladonai that yes. was put on the forehead of the coin Okay. And they shall make holy vestments for Aharon, your brother, and for his sons to minister unto me. And they shall take for the purpose of these clothing gold, blue wool, uh, 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 violet wool, tolat shani, crimson wool, and shesh, which would be linen. Okay, so they should take all these items. By the way, notice that in the clothing of the Kohen Gadol, you mix you're it. allowed to mix uh, wool and linen. That's an interesting <laughs> one. Why is that? I don't know. I don't know why you can mix wool and linen when it comes to that. There are two things you could do that with. You know what else? La halakha, you're allowed to do it with tzitzit also. Yes, correct. You're allowed to mix wool and linen with tzitzit for tzitzit. Okay, uh, what is the word that comes up most often in the last five sukim that we read? That's yes. the first pasuk. Yes. Next, pasuk two. That's again. Repeating. Yeah, I keep saying. In this piece of five psukim, we have aharon achicha three times. 
three times it says Aron Achicha. What the, why Borei Olam keeps stressing it's Aron Achicha, I'm not sure. Um, I was reading that perhaps it's because this is a potential spot in which there may be brotherly jealousy between Moshe and Aaron. Because Moshe, up until now, was the leader is, of Am Yisrael. And, like and no, Hashem, for the first time, is telling Moshe it's time to give the keuna to someone else. And that maybe so he's, so that could be, but but I don't know the answer to the question why it says Aron Achicha so many times. But I do know that the Chachamim picked up in the on this in the midrash because there's one other place that we've seen before where the word Aharon Achicha is used. Okay, so the word Aharon Achicha is used when Moshe was at the burning bush, and he kept denying Borei Olam, and then Hashem said, "Fine, Aharon Achicha Halevi, he will be." Uh, a mouth for you Aharon Achicha He will see you He will be happy You will speak to him You will be like a god to him Or you will be like the, the leader Where you will tell him what to say But Aharon Achicha Is the one who's going to speak Is the one who's going to speak And there it uses the word Aharon Achicha And that's the only other place I think there may be one so, other place So probably is really for the jealousy That's So the, the No I, I don't even know if that's the case But if you remember There was a Midrash That said over there That the reason Aharon ended up becoming the Kohen was because Moshe declined and yes. kept arguing with God about for, taking the duty himself. For one week. For, yeah, according to the Midrash, one week. So, where do you think the Midrash got that idea from? Why do you think the Midrash connected the Kehuna that Aharon was to take with the fact that early on in his career, Moshe was declining being the direct spokesman to Paro? On the face of it, there isn't a direct connection meaning by the end of Moshe when Moshe was speaking to Paro just because he used Aharon as a spokesman doesn't mean that Aharon all of a sudden becomes the leader when it comes to the to the Beit HaMikdash what we see about the Aharon is that his children continue the leadership okay that, that's a very important point right you're, you're explaining when why instead, when instead yeah. Moshe none of it, we don't even hear about his children it's a good point it's a good point and I think there's truth to it. I was thinking about that. Why Aharon succeeds in, in becoming Aaron friend. Because, because the Kiuna needs something Aaron that needs... dressed his child. Right, 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 right. <laughs> right. No, we actually learned that together. Yes, uh, it was... was. Okay, but, but hold on. Biggest wish of a father. <laughs> right, exactly. But, but, why do you think the Midrash... Why do you think the Midrash was saying that? Why do you think the Midrash connected the burning bush incident with the Kiuna of Aharon? And I think it's because it's the only two places in which you see the words Aharon Achicha. Okay. So the Midrash, what it does, is it always does brilliantly. It, brings, it, brings it a... takes, we see the word Aharon Achicha. And, it, and Hashem says, Aharon Achicha Halevi, he will, he's the one who's going to speak to Paro for you. And the Midrash says to itself, where's the other place where we see the word Aharon Achicha used over and over and to, over? For the Mishkan. To, for, for the, the Mishkan, whenever it says to, to give Aharon the job of the Kohen Gadol. So Mirash puts two and two together and says, ah, because Moshe was arguing at, 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 um, at the Har Sinai, at the burning bush, He's now, the level, the level of, uh, now that's what caused him to have to give Aharon the Kiuna later on when he uses the same wording. So a classic Midrash, a classic so Midrash places, tactic. In both places, Hashem is really elevating Aaron in a certain manner because also at the burning bush... Yeah, 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 the, there is a similarity yes, there. Yes. But I'm just saying it doesn't necessarily have to be the same kind of elevation. Correct, correct. Just because he goes and speaks before Paro... Even speak, to be the speaker, practically right. is the... Is the uh, right. Paro sees him speaking, not Moshe. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, so... 
he has more in a certain way he has more power I uh, know I'm thinking of of the relationship between Aaron being the intermediary between between Moshe, Moshe and, and, and Paro and then Aaron later becoming the intermediary between Bnei Israel and Akadosh yeah. Baruch Hu. there could be something there that's it Actually, right. you have the best, the right point. <laughs> we're, we're coming, we're coming to some interesting ideas here. Okay, let's continue in the pasuk. He's the intermediate, which is the most important part. Right. Pasuk six. Now we're going to talk about the apron. The apron will consist of gold, blue, purple, red, Every color. linen, everything, and it would be made the, the work of a craftsman. I'm going to run through the psukim yes. and then just explain what it's saying. So it'll be an apron. It'll have the apron will have two shoulder straps. On the shoulder straps, you're going to have two one stone on each shoulder. With the names of this, each and uh, on each shoulder, it's going to say the names tribes. of each of the tribes. Good. Six, right. six of them will be on one shoulder, the other six will be on the other shoulder. It kind of reminds me of the, the Har Gerizim and Har Eval, yes. in which you have six tribes on one mountain and six tribes on the other mountain. Okay. It'll be the work of an engraver in stone. Um, you will you will engrave onto the stones these names of Bnei Israel, and they will be surrounded by gold settings. You know, and you put a, a stone. I don't even have to talk. Is what you do for a living. Okay. There's a gold setting that that holds the stone. So one they learn, day, they learn, they learn from here how to do jewelry. <laughs> yeah, there, there's no doubt in my mind that Mashadis will be handling the jewels. There's all Hashem in the Beit Hamikdash, bimhera. Pasuk tov. But sometimes shetei habanim al kitvot ha'efod avnei zikaron l'nei Yisrael. V'rasa Aaron et shemotam l'ifnei Adonai al shetei chetefav l'zikaron. And you put the two stones on the uh, shoulders of the of the efod. These will be stones of remembrance for Bnei Yisrael. And Aaron will carry their name before God on his two shoulders as a remembrance. What does that mean? I think what it's trying to... to uh, it could be a remembrance for two things. It could be a remembrance for Bore Olam. That we're trying to present Bore Look, when Bore, Bore Olam, when Aaron comes in, he's not just an individual man. He's speaking, he's speaking for all of Am Yisrael. And the other Zikaron is probably to Aaron himself. That Aaron should remember that you aren't anything... <laughs> Unless your power comes from from Bnei Israel accepting you as their Kohen and investing in you that power. Um, okay, we'll continue with Hashem tomorrow. Baruch Amen. 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 Amen.